This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser from Bloomberg Radio. So a name familiar to our audience is Jamie Metzl. He's senior fellow at the Atlantic Council, former director on the U.S. National Security Council at the State Department and on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, founder and chair of the global movement One Shared World. He's also a special strategist for Wisdom Tree, which leveraged data from Jamie in its construction of the Wisdom Tree Bio-Revolution Index and the Wisdom Tree Bio-Revolution Fund. It's an ETF targeting companies expected to be impacted by advancements in genetics and biotechnology. And that fund about to be launched. Jamie joins us with more along with Jeremy Schwartz, who is global head of research over at Wisdom Tree. Both are joining us on the phone in New York City. Jamie, welcome back. Jeremy, nice to have you here uh, on Bloomberg Business Week. So um, tell us about how you two got together. Jamie, I know this is something that's been on your radar for a long time. Yeah, well, thanks so much, Carol. Thrilled to be back with you. And you and I, for years, mm-hmm. have been talking about these issues when my book, Hacking Darwin, uh, Genetic Engineering and the Future of Humanity, came out. Um, we talked about it. And the big issue is that we are, uh, we humanity, are at the earliest stages of a revolution that is already changing the way we do and think about healthcare. Uh, but this is like the equivalent of the early days of industrialization or the early days of the Internet uh, revolution, where the incredibly powerful tools of the genetics and biotechnology revolutions aren't just going to transform um, healthcare, but these same capabilities um, will over time fundamentally transform a lot of other fields, including agriculture, materials, energy. Uh, data storage. And so I've always thought that this was just an incredible investment opportunity. And then uh, last year, um, I somebody reached out to me and it was Jeremy Schwartz. And uh, Jeremy, do you want to take the story from here? Yeah, Jeremy, what was it about it that was so appealing to you guys? Well, you know, we've been doing a lot of investment around these big trends, or calling mega trends and, and growth opportunities. And I read Jamie's book. Actually, one of my friends uh, had highlighted it as, as something that he was doing some investing around. I read the book, and I was like, "Wow, these are these are really big picture trends that's changing our lives." Um, and then I started thinking about how do we identify these companies on an ongoing basis. And I just reached out to Jamie and said, let's start the conversation. Are you interested in collaborating on something like this? We've been working with deep, thoughtful partners in this collaborative form. You need to really know the space and know the cutting-edge technologies. Uh, And I view Jamie as this biology guru who really could help us guide the big picture, what are the important technologies, what are the important companies, and getting some collaboration from Jamie on identifying these technologies and companies uh, has, has, has been a really great experience here. So what's the data specifically behind the index that ultimately led to the ETF? Um, Jamie, what was, what was it, the data that was specifically used? Because I think, you know, when you're talking about things that can impact ag, materials, data storage, I mean, there's a lot there to unpack. So there's a lot there, but what we were looking at is uh, parts of all of these different sectors where these revolutionary tools of the genetics and biotech uh, revolutions were going to, to empower new business models, new ways of, of doing things. And, and one great example of this that's very intimate for many of us are these mRNA vaccines. And so you and I, Carol, have mm-hmm. talked about this, the, the, the miracle of these mRNA vaccines. It's, they're very different from the polio vaccine, for example, which was a a dead or attenuated version of the polio virus. What the mRNA vaccine is, we are basically injecting new instructions to our cells to produce something that otherwise our bodies can't produce, which is the spike protein 
uh, and then we have a natural immunological response. But that ability um, to kind of manipulate in many ways the code of life, it's, it, the mRNA vaccines aren't just about vac- vaccines. This technology is a platform for thinking differently about how we treat all sorts of diseases um, uh, going future, including lots of cancers and possibly even Alzheimer's. But the mRNA technology also has huge implications for how we think about growing crops and disrupting the way we think about fertilizers. Uh, the same is true with, with tissue engineering and regenerative medicine. There's a transition, a translation of all these great technologies from healthcare into thinking differently about how we cultivate food and precision agriculture. And so we're trying to really capture Mm -hmm. areas of these technologies where the revolutionary tools are leading to new and disruptive business models. All right, gentlemen, sit tight for a second. Got to do a little bit of world and national news here on Bloomberg, but uh, we'll come right back and continue the conversation. We're going to get back to Jeremy Schwartz, Global Head of Research over at Wisdom Tree, along with Jamie Metzl, Senior Fellow at the Atlantic Council, former National Security Council official on the phone in New York City, but talking about this new Wisdom Tree Biorevolution Index and ultimately the Wisdom Tree Biorevolution Fund. I want to get back uh, to our two guests. It is uh, Jamie Metzl, Senior Fellow at Atlantic Council, former Director on the U.S. National Council at the State Department on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. He's also Special Strategist for Wisdom Tree. He is still with us, along with Jeremy Schwartz, Global Head of Research at Wisdom Tree, and talking about the launch of their new Wisdom Tree Biorevolution Fund, uh, an ETF, which actually launched Thursday, so forgive me because I think I I uh, misspoke before. Both of them still with us on the phone in New York City. So let me ask you, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, talk to me about the interest in the fund so far. You know, I, it's a these type of funds, uh, they're easy to understand. And then you get news stories like the Biogen announcement on the new Alzheimer's drug treatment up 40%. Biogen is actually at the top holding in WDNA today, uh, which is the, you know, it's the largest. We're seeing good uh, early conversations. I, one of the first clients I talked to said they don't like very niche funds. A lot of folks fund focus just on healthcare or the genomics theme. But what we are unique at is providing exposure to more than just the human health elements of things from, as Jamie talked about, the the transition in energy and in agriculture and food and the new developments that biology is going to impact all these other sectors. Uh, so I, I have high expectations. I think this is going to be a, uh, a great story and, and a fund that gets a lot of interest. Yeah, exactly. Well, it does sound like a basket that's going to expose you to a lot of different things. I mean, Jamie, as you mentioned, you know, it's ag, it's, you know, manufacturing. It really, it's not necessarily, I think you hear biotech and you think medicine, science, that's part of it, but that's just a component. That, that's exactly right. The way I say is that healthcare is the first station on this journey. And part of that is uh, because human health is so important to us. And part of that is because we are investing such a large percentage of our total GDP in healthcare. Uh, but these same underlying technologies, as I was saying before, that are driving the massive transformation in healthcare as we move from our world of generalized medicine to precision medicine. And we have all these new technologies that are allowing us to have these amazing vaccines and gene therapies and regenerative medicine and all this great stuff. It applies in all of these different sectors because the core issue is we are developing the ability to read and understand and manipulate in some ways the basic source code of life. And that scares a lot of people. But 
Um, there are a lot of things that we're doing that we can just do in a better way. You know, we, we dig up oil and we go to wars over it, um, but we can create it using things like from things like algae. The same is true with different kinds of protein. We think of data storage. Um, we, we know that we can have silicon uh, chips, but you can dig up. We just did this. I didn't do it, but uh, hmm. dig up um, DNA from a mammoth from a million years ago, and it's still readable. So it's, you know, as you know, Carol, I also write um, science fiction. I do a lot Mm -hmm. of thinking about the future. And this is really the intersection of science and science fiction, but it's happening in real time now with massive economic implications. And I have to say, it reminds me a lot. I've been talking with Kathy Wood over at ARK Investments uh, for seven years, and she kicked off her company, and she taps completely into the innovative space. She, in particular, has a a fund that's just focusing on the genomic revolution, which was up 180% last year, about 40% before that. It's kind of treading a little bit of water in terms of performance um, this year. Your fund, though, the biotech and pharmaceutical exposure really is the bulk of the investments at this point. Are you concerned at all, though, that the run, you know, has kind of already happened? What makes you confident that it has the legs to keep going? Because your exposure even though it applies to a lot of the world, is still really concentrated in particular in that biotech um, space. Uh, Jamie or Jeremy? Uh, Jamie, you want to take that? Sure. Well, I'll speak in general, and I'll let uh, Jeremy go specific. There is a lot of excitement um, in this uh, in this space, but we are at the very earliest stages of this, as I was saying before, of this transformative revolution. And so, yes, I mean, there are some companies that have gone up a lot and they've uh, and they've uh, pulled back. Um, but we're going to see more and more of that. I mean, we, so we there would have been these same kinds of trends in the early days of the Internet revolution, where there were some stocks that got bid up uh, and then they and then they pulled back. And so for us, um, the bet is not on one individual stock. Our bet is uh, is on this, mm-hmm. this mega trend. And that, I think that's what's so interesting and I think novel about our fund is that we, we have a lot of maturation in the healthcare field, but it's way, it's very early in these other areas like agriculture and materials and, uh, and energy. Uh, and so we're going to see this same kind of uh, growth at some point, and that's why the, the distributed bet, um, uh, in our view, makes sense. But Jeremy? Well, and then, Jeremy, let me just jump in for a second, because I do wonder, as I said, right now, if I look at the allocations, you know, the exposure to biotech and pharmaceuticals, I think it's like 56% for biotech and about 13% for pharmaceuticals. I would assume, as the impact of the work that they are doing impacts, you know, healthcare, ag, food, electronics, that potentially your holdings will evolve to reflect that. You'll, you'll have more of the companies that are being impacted by it. That's right. And when you look at the broad industry, I mean, there's funds that are as narrow as 30 companies and as broad as 250 companies. We're at around 115 uh, at, at the start. And mm-hmm. it, 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 we are trying to get the companies at the most cutting edge of technology. So we think we are going to be in, in the companies at the cutting edge, um, but we are still managing risk. Our, our portfolio is roughly equally weighted spread out, so you get only around 1% in the top holding, so it's diversified exposure to the themes at this cutting edge. Uh, and I do think your point is exactly spot on, that today it was around 80% human health, 
and that we think over time these other sectors, as more companies become public, there's a big pipeline in things like the, the agriculture space and, and development of different food technologies. We think those companies coming to market will be great additions over time. And we're gonna re- we have an index committee reviewing this on a semi-annual basis, and we'll look to add companies as we think most appropriate over time. Well, looking forward to hearing more too, guys, and especially as that evolution happens. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Jamie Metzl, uh, you know him well. He's been on our air a lot. Senior fellow at the Atlantic Council, former National Security Council official, and as we mentioned, special strategist for the Wisdom Tree. He helped his data uh, in the construction of that Wisdom Tree Biorevolution Index, and now uh, the fund that has launched, it launched last week, the Wisdom Tree Biorevolution Fund. So our thanks to Jamie, as well as to Jeremy Schwartz, Global Head of Research at Wisdom Tree.